Bible has been around, read, adjusted, and interacted with for literally ages. Greg has read it so you don't have to, and now births into the world, Better Bible. Before we begin, as you will be listening to a retelling of Bible, please note that trigger warnings are in place for racism, xenophobia, violence, sexual assault, rape, child abuse, incest, animal cruelty, and more. Welcome to A Better Bible. This fella is angry. Like, crazy mental angry. And a poet. Which makes it worse. And kind of left-wing. Which makes it better. But Bible character left-wing, so not too left. Anyway, we open with this whole thing being set in time and space. The time, it's when Jeroboam was king of Israel, so way back then, it was also two years before the earthquake. What earthquake? Did, did I miss a story about a huge earthquake? Have I missed the final bit of the giant meta story? I'll be livid if I have. But that's the timing and the location is the north bit of uh, Judah as Amos is a shepherd of Tekoa. Well then, we get all that sorted now to have a listen to what he has to say and blow me down. The man is angry. This short little book is chock full of brutal prophecy. Basically, God's furious with his people for a change, lets everyone know that whilst it may be acceptable just about to have like two transgressions, three plus is a dead no-no and will not be stood for. All the towns around Israel name-checked as bastards for slaughtering all these people and treating their own people so badly. As a result, the wall will come down. The walls of all these places will be set on fire, kings in exile, people destroyed, everything will be fucked. Religious leaders and kings didn't bother looking after the poor, so they'll be fucked by God. This is the left-wing bit, by the way. Having a go at the rich sticking up for the poor. Which was kind of a big deal then, as they were mad keen on keeping the rich rich because that's how God wants it. Like he really goes for them. Pointing out that father and son fuck the same women, there's no justice for the poor, they drink wine in church, it's all mental. Even though God took them out of Egypt again with raising this, I noticed that every time God raises the taking out of Egypt, he fails to recollect that he intentionally made it much harder than it should have been by turning Pharaoh's heart to stone. He doesn't raise that bit quite so often, does he? Amos now tells the people of Israel that they were chosen, and that's why they'll be punished, and this is interesting, because a few times over going through Bible, I have wondered to myself, and I believe I raised the question in a few episodes, uh, just a couple of episodes ago, in fact, with the first of the minor prophets, but are these God's chosen people or God's given people? Was he assigned them, or did he decide of all of humanity that these are the ones for him? If the latter doesn't make too much sense, because really doesn't seem to like them very much, like, at all. He's always angry at them, always saying how disappointed he is. Now, if he was assigned them, that would make sense. All the gods looking at humanity and taking it in turns to pick the ones for their team, God ending up with the ones no one else wanted. Makes sense. And in Amos, he keeps saying Israel are particular bitches as he did choose them. That's why he's being so harsh. 
bad choices, I guess. So, as they have been horrid, God is telling them that people will come to destroy them, or those idols that they've got knocking about will be destroyed, as will the fancy mansions the rich live in. Everyone's getting ripped apart with hooks, so go and sin like a prick if you must. Pretend to give a fuck about religion. You love pretending you're pious, but you're a cunt, and you'll always be a cunt, you fucking hypocrite. Remember when I starved you of water? When I fucked you with mildew? God lists loads of punishments he has done and is asked why they don't love him. He's just going, you made me hit you and I only hit you because I love you. How many times do I have to punch you in the face before you come back to me? This is heroic levels of abusive relationship. Now we get some poems just pointing out more of the same, saying that everyone going to those other gods would be killed, lists loads of the other gods that will be destroyed and points out that no one will drink wine or live in houses as they oppress the poor and innocent. It's just about three things that God repeats over and over. It does include the caveats of love, good, hate, evil, and maybe you can be redeemed, so that's something. And also, right, he points out that why are they all so excited about the day of the Lord? When he comes, he's gonna fuck them up. It gets wild brutal, with God saying he despises their religious festivals, their praying. All of it disgusts him, because it's merely performative. He will not accept any of their offerings or listen to their fucking songs until justice has actually been done. All kings are cunts. Something about plums going to Israel, which means it's all getting fucked up. Uh, Jeroboam is going down. This upsets the king, obviously, as Amos is going about talking a hell of a lot of shit and kind of threatening the king. Amos is kicked out of Israel and sent back to Judah and to prophesizes there. Amos answers by saying he isn't one of those professional prophets, he's just speaking God's words, bitch. Your wife is going to be a big old prostitute and you're going to die because you're a ballad. Right, almost done. More threats about bodies being thrown about the place. Amos is given a basket of fruit, probably in a vision. Something about time being ripe to fuck off Israel. So, a cheeky little pun from God there, and it points out that a terrible punishment will be bestowed upon the bad Men will be made bold. I am a bold man, and frankly, the disgust the Bible uses when mentioning this is a little upsetting. Anyway, God will also send a famine of the word of God. People will be so thirsty for God's words that they will not be able to hear anything. So God's still talking about fucking over his people. This time he'll sword kill them, stab fuck out of them, no place to hide. They will get got, regardless of where they go. At the very end, we get a little spot of hope. God won't destroy all his people. And he will restore all this, all this horror that he is planning on doing. It's going to be fucked for a bit because of God. But after a while, he will kind of take them back and help them out. There you go. That's a kind of aggressive and short one, isn't it? God telling everyone they're pricks. They will die and it'll be okay in the end. Bizarre fellow, this God. And I think you're picking up a running theme of these minor prophets. But anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. Congratulations on listening to this episode of Better Bible. Start a club and share your favorite moments. Tell your loved ones we're here, and we will save you. Greg Bless. That's really stupid. Stupid. <laughs>